I know everyone who is currently employed will agree with me on this one. There is nothing as stressful as the fear of getting fired. It's the worst kind of fear to live with. Worse is when you have this boss threatening you every day, intimidating you, and on top of that, rumors that the organization is planning to lay off some people. Every small thing from then on spooks you, right? An envelope on top of your desk, a call from your boss, even if someone looks at you a second too long, spooked. It's all you think about when you're awake and all you dream about at night. My name is Chris Ngare and um, I've been around employment for more than 20 years. That time the organization had these very powerful managers who do, I mean, um, get rid of you over small things. I was newly married then, so there were a lot of issues that I was thinking in case of loss of a job. Where do I go from here? Hello and welcome to the Human Interest Podcast. I'm Evelyn Wamboy. Here, we tell stories about people, why they do what they do, and about life, successes, losses, challenges, and lessons. Here's Chris. I'm now a farmer. And when I say I'm a farmer, people look at you and think a farmer should be older than you are. But I think uh, my experience uh, goes back those 20 years when I got employed. Chris had worked for the same company for 21 years. I say had, even though he still works there. I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. So, yes, 21 years. He got married and got his children who are now in high school and college while working for this one company. The story he tells me goes back to when he started working. He remembers his new boss who was transferred to their station and who, from the beginning, did not like him. She wanted to have a clean uh, a team that she can she could be able to work in in in, in friends and uh, coerce to do whatever that she wanted to do that was negative. So this lady was really pushing to make sure that uh, the finance department has new people that she can be able to take care and control. She would uh, press on my boss and ask him, "Why are you keeping this young man?" and um, uh, you know, because he should not be, we don't think he's, you know, performing the way we, we, he needs to perform. That's when the stress begins. The fear I was talking about earlier, cue it here. Life becomes about wondering when the axe will fall on you. Chris says this went on for months. He'd breathe a sigh of relief when a month went by and his salary reflected in his bank account. And then it was back to crossing fingers until the end of the next month, until his next paycheck. So for a whole year, it was a very disparate uh, situation. 
and uh, it went on and uh, every month I will never receive my payslip I would check the, the, my liabilities against what I would be, be, be paid I feel very very sad During this time he worked as hard as he could did everything by the book and hoped this would be enough and it turned out to be enough he says But I learned that as long as you continue doing what you're supposed to do do your work um then it becomes very hard for people to get rid of you months became years his family grew he grew rose ranks in the organization to become one of the best 20 years later i'm sure i was still around until i had to leave uh, last year to go and do my passion that is farming Remember at the beginning when I said Chris had worked for the same company and then said he still works there? Well, here's the story. Chris retired, had this amazing retirement party and then he went home to farm full time. But then months later, he was back as a consultant. For a guy who began his career with a boss who kept saying he couldn't do his job, being called back because after 20 years the wheels could not spin without him at the lead is pretty liberating chris just says he keeps giving his best he especially gives his time to the young guiding advising whenever you get a chance and you have to work with young people you have to you should not look at them as at who they are today but you should look at them as potential and you should try to mold them talk to them trying to make sure that you direct them in the right way of uh, because there are many challenges that we we had during that time and the young people today have a lot of uh, challenges but I think the most important thing is to keep on encouraging them did you consider having a side business back when your career was shaky i ask yes he says several I have had uh, three or four successful partnership when I'm employed with people who are outside. And to be sincere, all the partnerships that I've had broke especially when money started coming in because the people who they would say this guy is employed, he has a good salary, why would we be making money for him? So the best partnership that i've come to learn out of my experience is a partnership between you and your husband or your wife that's the only partnership that has uh, stayed around for a long time there's some people who they don't have money mm. to even start you know something on the side mm. usually the biggest concern when it comes to side businesses is capital i tell him that is a notion that people have which is not right because <clears throat> the, when you want to do something extra something different you do not focus on the money you focus on what is it that you're trying to um to to support what is it that what is this need that you're trying to to supply there's a vacuum somewhere there's a need somewhere once you have the idea of how do you sort out that problem that is there that's when now the business opportunities that come through uh, some of the business that we try to get into are very risky unless you're doing it it's uh, yourself mm-hmm. i've been doing uh, commercial farming for the last 4 years but i realized it needs my time it, especially when you it's time to harvest it's time to spray it's time to buy inputs it requires your time 
Chris said something to me that stood out during our conversation. He said when he realized he was living in fear of facing the axe, he decided to do something that would give him an alternative income, a side business as we call it. And when he did, he stopped worrying too much. Maybe this helped improve his productivity, helped him focus. What I know for sure though is that having a plan B helped with the fear, helped him sleep better at night. One last thing I've learned from Chris before we wrap this up. Don't always think about the money when you're thinking of a side hustle. Think of a gap, a need, and try to fill that gap. Address that need. Once that is done, the money will always follow. Because sometimes there are many things that you can do that um, consistently give you money for a long time. Then this one big thing that you do and you're not able to maintain Thank you for tuning in to the Human Interest Podcast. We do this each and every week, and it's my hope that with every episode, you learn something or are inspired or just entertained. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Subscribe, like, share, and if you can, please leave a review so that others can find and enjoy this podcast. Today I leave you with this one question that lingered throughout my conversation with Chris and which stood out while I was producing this podcast. What would you do if you weren't afraid? I'm Evelyn Omboy. See you next week.